Welcome to Come Talk With Me. I'm Maxetta Gad, and I believe we all have a story. I also believe we can learn from each other. Sometimes we learn what to do, and sometimes we learn what not to do. My hope is we will learn we are not alone in whatever chapter of our story we are in. Hey, listeners and viewers, thank you so much for coming back with us. We are with Miss Tara, and we are so excited. Um, it just keeps getting better and better each episode. And I want to tell you something before we start this episode. <laughs> she so graciously um, helped us so much last night and found an error of mine. I did not post one of our sessions, and it's a doozy. You've got to listen to it. So you'll notice in YouTube, I believe it's listed as, or maybe on the podcast, one is episode 13.5 and one is episode 3.5 because it should have came before episodes 14 and four. So if you go back um, before you listen to this one, hold on, we appreciate you being here, but go back and listen to the other one and then uh, come on over to this one or, or go to episode four or 14 mm -hmm. and then back to this one because the episode that I failed to catch and get loaded in order, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, her mm -hmm. life very easily could have been taken that night. And mm -hmm. thank God, you know, he's mm -hmm. the protector and he preserved her mm -hmm. life to, to share it with us, I believe. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want you to be sure to please listen to that. But um, mm -hmm. we have her here with us and you have heard so much of her story so far. I don't want to waste another minute. We'll jump back into it. So Tara, hey, thanks for being with us. Hey, <laughs> thank you. As always, it is a pleasure. I just love you to pieces. It's oh, such an thank honor. You. Same. Same. <laughs> Everyone needs Tara in their life. Okay. She is a joy. Um, you know, you fight being envy of people who get to do real life with you. So. <laughs> or envious, I should say. But one day in heaven, that's what yeah. we always say. Me and my friends are always like, if we can't have coffee now, we'll, we'll do it in heaven one day. That's right. That's right. Amen to that. Yes. All right. So I will let you um, pick up for us uh, where we're where we've been and where we're going. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Yes. And I went over everything just to make sure I was where we were, and it still gets me so excited. It's I'm, I'm still in awe myself just at God's goodness, and I know I ended where. Um, God had told me I was in the church parking lot, the one I went to recently, and God had told me, um, you can call this guy, the one that was the swinger and the atheist. And I had just heard that, you know, in me going to find the Lord, he was prompted to find God, which was shocking. <laughs> like yeah. I mentioned, you know, for anybody who thinks you might be giving up on someone, don't ever give up because I can honestly say he was the person that I truly believed would never change, would never leave that life of sin. He loved it on the outside. Obviously, everyone is groaning. Everyone is, yeah. is hurting on the inside. And we were made by our creator for him. So mm -hmm. as much as we fight it, people are still searching for God and still truly want him. But I did not believe he would ever want to make that choice with his free will. <laughs> and so to anybody listening, don't ever give up because... Like I mentioned, we had been in the darkest lifestyle together. And so to get that email from him that said, I just gave my life to Jesus. Thank you for you know doing that and giving me the phone number to that uh, radio station. 
then I was sitting in the church parking lot, ready to go into the women's event. And God said, you can talk to him. And up until this point, I knew I'd never see him again. And I was confused, like I said, a while back because of two big reasons, um, which I'll get to, but I could not believe it. So I was getting ready to call him and I ended up pulling out of the parking lot and just calling him and we were just crying. And I remember just feeling shock and awe of God and thinking, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I not turn away from sin sooner? God could have done this before all that pain. Like, why did I not choose you sooner, Jesus? But also at the same time, you know, owning in my new humility, what I had done, but thanking God that even in the midst of my rebellion, God still was here restoring and redeeming. And uh, I just couldn't believe we started having this conversation about God and hearing him talk about Jesus, hearing him talk about Bible verses was, it just set my spirit even higher in gratitude for the Lord. I was in such awe. And I'd mentioned many times, I was so thankful in that moment for my obedience. Like I was just so uh, softened and humbled and thanking God saying, not only did my choice to walk away from sin now affect my life in such a positive way, but now I'm seeing that it saved his life. And that's the part I've mentioned before in my sin, my sin didn't just affect me. It affected those around me. Mm -hmm. And this is, it's, it's black and white. When we live in the world and when we aren't living for Jesus, the destruction and the things in our life and others around us, it will affect everyone around you. But the same goes when you find Jesus and you live for him, you're filled with God and it just affects people around you. And that was the first time I got to see how drastically God moves when we say yes. Mm -hmm. And of course it being someone that I truly cared about so much was huge. Um, But as I mentioned, there were two huge reasons (laughs) why it made so much more (laughs) importance in my heart. And those reasons were that he had two really precious kiddos that I had not mentioned up until now. Um, And I had gotten to know his kids really, really well. As I mentioned, we were living in sin. So I was at his house 24 seven. I was doing his laundry. I was actually going to work, working 60 hours a week, you know, pleasing man, just living this people pleasing life of sin. I would leave work. I'd go pick up his kiddos after school take them home, do homework with them. He was still working um, and doing who knows what else while I was home with the kids. (laughs) I was cooking for them and then I was doing their homework with them. And then I was going to football practice and cheer practice and doing his laundry, cleaning his house, um, shopping for them, buying their groceries, all the things and tucking them in at night and then spending the night. And at first we were trying to like, you know, hide it from them, but um, I was not living for Christ. And, and a huge part I know that pushed me to the Lord too, was I knew enough about God and I knew enough about heaven and hell that I was looking at these two precious kids that I was tucking in every night and the innocence and just my love for them. And at the time I didn't know they were going through a lot too, which we'll get to, but I could see behavioral issues. I could see pain in their life. And I remember just thinking, I know better. I know there's a heaven and a hell as much as I'm pushing it away. It can make me cry. I just love, loved them so much, (laughs) but knowing that I knew better and that I was in their life and not telling them anything about God was such a conviction. Yeah. Obviously even more so than the person that I thought I was so in love with. 
that I was swinging with, that that was one of the reasons that pushed me to God as well was thinking of their lives and how I couldn't keep going faking this. And I couldn't imagine as we had talked about getting married and, and continuing to swing and with these children in our lives, like how could, how could I live this life with them under my watch and lead them to hell? It was such a conviction. And so I was hysterical knowing that he got saved, knowing that I can now talk about Jesus that I had been pushing away, but I knew I wanted him in my life and thinking of them and thinking now I can tell them about Jesus. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. That's (laughs) that was emotional to say the (laughs) least. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. uh, at any time, like when you got that email first, at any time, did you think, wait, is this true? Like, could, like, it wasn't one of those, like, this is too good to be true moments or were you automatically like, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. I, I didn't even doubt it for a second, just because of what God was doing in my life at the Mm -hmm. time. The fact that I was driving up and down the road and I hadn't surrendered him. And then the second I surrendered him, I see, I see the Jesus sign and then I surrender him and then I'm filled with peace. And it was like moments after I did that, I received the email. And then moments after that, he's telling me that he got Jesus, the Marine, you know, that led him to the Lord, Mm -hmm. which Jesus, the Marine, and this man is a Marine. And it was just, it was one thing after the other of these confirmations. And in my spirit, I began to feel restoration. I began to feel God doing something huge. And it was like, every time I was obedient and took that step of obedience, God showed me something. Every time I said, yes, I'll do anything. Like you're not just my savior. You're you're Lord. Like I want to obey you now. I'm just learning about you. I'm just coming to you, but I'm choosing you. (laughs) You know, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm not like fully surrendered, but I'm choosing my free will to come to you every time I did. And his huge mercy. He met me there and restored a little bit more and redeemed a little bit more. And so I didn't doubt it for a second, especially once I heard his voice, because man, it's crazy. You knew the darkness is gone. You can hear it in people's voices. Yeah, that's right. You can. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's Mm -hmm. right. And I think it's super important. And you really, um, I don't know if you realized it there, you hit us with some fire, how important that (laughs) obedience is Mm. she was obedient and she was choosing to serve Mm. God and he wasn't what did you say he wasn't just your savior but lord of your life Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah I was getting there but yeah yeah yeah. that's a that's a big deal obedience man that's what he wants from us his desire is for us to be obedient and um, Mm. the choice she made the choice to make him Lord of her life. That's good. That's good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go He's so good. Yeah. Amen. No, amen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was just, it was such a peace comes over you when you choose Jesus. And it was all that stress. You know, like I said, I lost like seven inches of my hair. I was sick. I couldn't raise my arms. And all of a sudden I have this joy and this yeah. peace over me. And, um, and, and this was probably the most exciting part if people hadn't figured it out yet um, when I was sharing on my TikTok yeah (laughs) I actually brought this person in this guest person but um the little reveal is that the um atheist swinger boyfriend that I thought I'd never see again that God told me I could call is my now husband Jeremy (laughs) that's amazing that story in itself is amazing isn't it (laughs) 
we're still mind blown <laughs> like only god can do that i mean that's oh. only god right there mm-hmm. wow so that yeah. is her husband jeremy <laughs> yeah um, the the fellow you heard her talk about that was in the swinging lifestyle that was an atheist that she mm-hmm. was at his house doing everything really for yeah. him um yeah. that that gentleman is now her husband and loves the lord and is leading their family as such so i mean that's amazing yeah that's awesome still blows my mind Mm -hmm. it's still i mean it's only jesus there's no other way to describe it and it was so exciting sharing that on tiktok and just i brought him in and i'm like it's him it's him i love it (laughs) look what jesus did Yes. I mean, if that doesn't exemplify beauty from ashes, I just mm. don't know what does. I mean, wow. He really, uh, gosh, he can do more than we can ask, think, or imagine. It's Amen. So, yeah. 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 His He's all about redemption and yeah. restoration. And my gosh, just, I, it's so crazy to think about, but I knew when I met his kiddos that they were in such a deep place in my heart and I I knew I just felt in my spirit even before I made that choice I was like they're my forever I kept hearing like this this family is my forever but as I'd mentioned there were Christians in my life saying it started so toxic you know y'all met on tinder uh y'all had a a couple a handful of people knew what we were involved with especially that go-between friend we had when I had left Jeremy um I was so close to the kids like I said tucking them in at night and they had just really clung to me. We'll get to that eventually, but Mm -hmm. there was a lot going on in their lives that we didn't know about. And so they had clung to me like never before. And I could not fathom. I know they couldn't fathom a life without me. I just was in such shock, but that's what sin will do. Um, there could be something God has for you and your sin could possibly ruin it. And that was essentially what was happening until I made the choice. And then Jeremy made the choice. Um, and there were so many, people in our lives that called themselves Christians, especially the go-between friend, <laughs> um, Jeremy's friend, more so yeah. than mine, a female that kept bringing the kids to me. So when I left Jeremy thinking I'd never see him again, I still was like, I'm not going to not speak to the children. Yeah, like I'm never right. going to do that innocent to them. In all of it. Yeah. Yes, they're completely right. innocent. That mm-hmm. was my sin. I had just found God. So I wanted to see them even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she had brought them to see me a couple of times and I was going to this specific Starbucks and it was like my happy Jesus place. And I was just reading the Bible and just praising him. And so I started, um, just bringing the joy of the Lord into their lives. And at the time when I saw them a couple of times, I honestly thought I'd never see Jeremy again. And so when I knew he got saved, it was just again, in awe of God and his goodness. But I started making up like little secret handshakes with them and just bringing oh, the joy of the Lord. And we kept yeah. those handshakes for years to come. Oh, like that's great. Yeah. we were just trying to remember the secret handshakes a little while ago. Now that they're older. Yeah. We're oh, going to have to bring them back. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They were so fun and they were so precious and they loved them. Um, cause, uh, my bonus daughter just never wanted to leave at the time. And so it was just bringing the joy of the Lord. And once Jeremy got saved, um, again, just giving God all the praise, knowing that what he was going to do for the kiddos as well. But in the meantime, that mutual friend and others were just speaking death. Everyone was, and I get it. I get our life was very dark. Um, but God is bigger than that. And I just, it breaks my heart that so many believers don't believe the whole Bible. 
and don't believe in the power of God and don't want to see it. Oh my gosh. Like I just want to see it in people's lives. I, yeah. I want to go to the darkest alleys. I, I'm all about Jesus came not for the righteous, but for the lost. Amen. That should be our heart cry. That Amen. should be mm-hmm. what we know God's going to do. Yes. And all yes. these people were saying, no, 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 no. There was way too much sin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. That was so toxic. I get it to an extent if there's not a change, yes. but when you start to see a change, then that's when you give God the glory. And yeah. And this one specific friend was just lying to me and lying to him and just trying to break us up. We ended up finding out she was really interested in him and she was just trying to yep. make sure he was hers, yeah. <laughs> uh, but mm-hmm. she was not interested. And so it just, so many lies were around us and discouragement and people speaking death saying, God would never bring y'all together. And she would, you know, tell me, as I've mentioned, God would never bring him his wife from Tinder. You need to move on. And she would tell me the kids are fine. They don't miss you. And they're resilient. They will bounce back their children. You need to move on and never look back. And I would get so sick. And I didn't know it at the time because I truly believed I'd never see Jeremy again. Right. And I was sick to my stomach thinking, okay, she's a Christian. She's right. And that's when Tracy yeah. said, yeah. Don't you listen to anyone if right. you don't have a piece about it and it doesn't matter who they are. You go to the Lord, you ask God. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're getting that sick, sick feeling, you need to go to the Lord because she called herself a Christian. She said she was trustworthy and it wasn't long before we found out it wasn't true. And yeah. I just thank God that I, I didn't listen to her and I wasn't a people pleaser anymore because my gosh, we'll get to it eventually. But God has such big plans for me, not only just being with Jeremy, marrying him and the kids, but we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. going to cry yet, but <laughs> but for Jeremy's ex-wife, Tiffany, yeah. who God ended up using me in mighty ways, yeah. she was in a lot of danger that no one knew about. And I just think back to that, that moment of, I could have listened to others instead of God yeah. and where would Tiffany and the kids be today? And it, it just makes me so humbled and makes me a hundred percent realize I will never take man's word over God's. I will go to the Bible and I will have relationship with God because he is my guide and I will not be a people pleaser because he's so good. And so (laughs) that's good. Man, I thank you for that. That's good. Cause so often people, maybe even especially new believers, Mm. the the seasoned or the mature Christians and you know, they, they may mean well, or they may not like in your case, (laughs) but they tell them so much. And I feel like that the young believers just cling to every word of that, but it is so important. You go to God yourself, you get in prayer, you get in the word. And because you have the Holy spirit in you too, to guide you, you don't have to be born again for so many. It's not like give us a trial for six months and you get the Holy spirit. No, when you accept the Lord, you know, the Holy spirit comes to dwell in you. So you have him too. So uh, I like how she said that you seek the Lord. If you don't have a piece about it, Mm -hmm. you seek the Lord yourself and, and find Mm -hmm. it out from him. Yeah. Amen. That's good. That's right. Yeah. And I'm so grateful. I had Tracy, my gosh, to tell me that not only he, I'll never be able to thank her enough and thank God for her enough. I know it was the Lord in her and I give him all the glory, but my goodness, was she the vessel, the willing, obedient, 
Christ-filled, loving vessel that changed my life and other than God himself, saved my life. And I'm so grateful that she chose the truth of who Jesus is and brought that to me because I would have been so lost without her. And like you said, very vulnerable when we first get saved at times. Mm -hmm. And mm, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Yes, amen. May we all be Tracy's and may we all have a Tracy. (laughs) Amen. Yes, yes, for sure. If you don't have one, be one. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And you said it earlier, but I had written down Ephesians 3, 20 through 21, just thinking back to swinging to getting saved within, I mean, a couple days a week. And it says Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or even imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Yes. Amen. I, I could have never imagined this. Right. In my right. life. Yeah. Yeah. But he and his power will do that. Yeah. And yes. he, I just learned through that. He's everything he says he is in the Bible. Like yeah. I, I'm not, good. I don't want to just believe a little part of it. I don't want to just believe a little bit about him. I don't want to believe what I've heard preachers say about him even. Yeah. Um, they can be misleading. People can fail us. That's why it is right. so important to have a personal relationship with God yeah. and the Holy Spirit and to read the word of God because it is alive and it yeah. teaches us and it transforms our mind to know his character. Yeah. And he is love and grace and mercy. And when we repent yeah. and turn from our sin, he will redeem us. And yes, I'm living proof of that. And every day, I, I, it's never not as new as it was years ago when it happened to me. It is just as new and fresh as it was then. Yeah. It never changes for me. Every day is the same. I, I wake up thankful. I wake up in awe and it, it just doesn't change for me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Hey, I took a minute. You all might, the, the viewers, now the listeners on the podcast won't see this, but I like to take notes when I'm learning and I've learned a tremendous amount from her. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I go back and listen to them and take notes. Then sometimes <laughs> I jot them down here and I don't have a pen. So I grab my phone. I like what she says. He's everything he says he is. He mm-hmm. is everything that he says he is. What mm-hmm. the word of God says about God. He mm-hmm. is. He is. Oh. I like that's good stuff. And y'all, I want to point out something. She and I talked about this before. But it just dawned on me sometimes, which is fine. You'll see her look down at notes and that's no problem. Please always yeah. do that. But here's what I like about it, guys. Like her life is so different. There are things like she doesn't remember about it. She has to ask mm-hmm. her friends. Like she is totally a new person. <laughs> and so she has to write it down really to remember a lot of yeah. it. Like to me, that is like, it's mean, amazing. But that's. That's what God does when he says he's mm. made you a new creation. That's no joke. Like, yes, she is completely different than she used to be. So I love it. It yeah. doesn't look all you want to. It doesn't bother me a bit, but I just think that's the neatest thing. I think you told me that like early on, mm-hmm. you're like, I can't even remember. She can't even really remember sometimes being that person, you know, yeah. in that yeah. lifestyle. And I'm sure it's the same for her husband, Jeremy, like yeah. they can't imagine you know, how many ever years ago being the people they were then because they are so different now. Only yeah. because of God. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And it wasn't even 10 years ago. You know, it was like less than 10 years. Yeah. I love I think it. Seven ish, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty recent. And it, it I don't know that girl. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. know her. Yeah. I, my heart breaks for her, but it was me. You know, it's right. like yeah. that is born again. That yeah. is that again, that is what God says. And I heard that my whole life, but until you actually have it happen and choose it, mm -hmm. you don't grasp it. You don't get it until you That's can't right. even fathom who you were before. Yes. And yeah. oh God is so good. And very, very much so. Amen. Yes. <sighs> Yeah. And I think I had Romans uh, 323 through 24 written down after that. And it goes perfectly with what you were just saying, <laughs> but it says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. And man, just once we grasp that the yeah. old person just is dead and gone yeah. and it is so exciting and it's such a beautiful life. Again, like I said, I wish I had done it sooner. Yes. I'm so thankful for what God taught me through the trials. Right. So I wouldn't yeah. change it per se, other than just never wanting to sin and never yeah. wanting to do that. Because once you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you don't sin easily and you begin to have the character of God and you, you just want that purity and that righteousness. And yeah. it's just such a beautiful life. And I'm just so thankful. He's so good. Yes. Yes. Amen. He is. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> and so, as I mentioned, the kiddos, uh, time had, you know, a little time had gone on and, um, we had started to, you know, I had started to realize in my heart, eventually something really awesome was going to come with them. It started again with repentance. I, I knew that it's so crazy how God changes your heart. I went from sneaking around and trying to hide in their house to having this extreme conviction that I was not Christ-like in front of them. And so I knew, I knew with this new life that I would yeah. just, I had the desire to apologize to people. I had the desire yeah. to repent to, yes. to them and to God and just say, I'm so sorry that I lived that way in front of you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, please forgive me and know that that was not Jesus. And so I knew all that was coming. So good. Yeah. And, and God's just so good to do that. It's not, there's such a difference between shame and the enemy. Like you're so dirty. You're so bad. People are mad at you. If that's your feeling, that's not the Lord. The Lord will come so lovingly, a good father and just wrap his arms around you and say, that wasn't you. You are this beautiful creation. Look at you. You are amazing. You're made in my image. He'll encourage you and speak life over you that it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. It's not scolding and it's not what a lot of the world has kind of told us. And um, so I knew all that was coming. Yeah. But just cool. a little foreshadowing. I had mentioned um, a little while back that eventually we had joined uh, Todd White's church and I had co-led uh, a group. Mm -hmm. And just to show again, the redemption power of God as we began to go to Todd White's church, which was a miracle in and of itself. And that road I had been driving on <laughs> going yeah. to church there. You'll yeah. have to listen back if you haven't heard yet. Right. That's right. Yeah. But we began to, um, I was co-leading this group and we were hosting at our house a lot. And I remember the first time we hosted, um, there were quite a few people in this group. Sometimes 60 to 70 people were coming wow. and wow. it was a very Holy spirit filled, just church life, just Jesus group. And, yeah. uh, people from all walks of life were coming again. Jesus did not come for the righteous. He came for the lost. And so our church groups, yes, there's iron sharpening iron. And we are supposed to meet with those that are stronger than us and grow together in the Lord, pray and commune. But then we do need to be reaching out and sharing the goodness of God. And so mm -hmm. what I loved about this specific 
church group was that people were bringing homeless people. People were bringing people off the streets. I mean, just whoever the Lord put in their way, they would bring them. And this specific night we were hosting for the first time and we would have women's meetups and then men's meetups for the first three weeks separate. And then once a month we'd have family and men and women, husbands, wives together. And so this was one of the first times Jeremy and I were together and hosting together in our home. And I remember going into it, it was really hectic day, but I was still having the thought, oh my gosh, like we are still in the home that we used to swing in. We are still in the same home. Wow. And I'll, I'll get to that, you know, how God has healed so much with that. But for me personally, knowing that and and having the thought we're about to host and we had hosted a couple other groups there, but this mm-hmm. specific night, um, the Lord had put on my heart that there would be baptisms. People would get saved. And so I actually went to our old church down the road and said, y'all have a trough. <laughs> we, <laughs> I know God's going to baptize some people. Like I just felt what he was doing, his redemption. And, um, long story short, like 60 people or more, I'm not sure our whole house was packed, uh, show up and, people are getting saved left and right. And uh, we fill the baptism trough in the backyard and let anybody know, like, if you haven't been baptized, if you you feel the Lord, like, let us know. And I was talking to a friend. It was very busy in our living room. And this girl came up to me and said, Hey, um, a homeless couple just showed up. They're very young. She's pregnant. They don't know the Lord. And she's so hopeless. Um, she's devastated. She's crying. And like, we can't really console her. God just told me to come get you. And in that moment, when you're a believer, like, you know, when the Holy spirit just takes over and God's love just takes over your body (laughs) Yeah, because it was like tunnel vision. I could see nothing. It was such a loud living room. There was just people everywhere, kids, tons of kids, Mm -hmm. but I heard nothing and I saw nothing. And God's love just began to move me as a vessel and I could see nothing but her and God's love for her just took over me. And before I knew it, I was just talking with her and sharing a little of my testimony of the hopelessness I came from. Again, this is why we need to share, never have shame, just share your testimony of the glory of God um, because she was so hopeless. And I had to share with her some of the biggest things I'd been through and, and tell her, look at me now, like I'm, I'm filled with peace and joy and God has that for you. And before I knew it, I was asked, she was saying, I want to do that. I want to give my life to Jesus. And as I'm talking with her and leading her to the Lord, I hear these men to my right. They're leading her boyfriend to the Lord all at once. And um, after that, you know, we're just like rejoicing with heaven. We're letting everyone know. I tell them, do you want to get baptized? We go in the backyard. (laughs) I get to help baptize her and a child gets baptized. I mean, I think there was four to six people got baptized that night. People got born again and it was such, such a beautiful redemption moment of what God did, not only just in their lives, but I remember at one point I just walked to the side of the house with Jeremy and I just, we said nothing. We just looked in each other's eyes and I just shook my head just with tears, just flowing down my face. Like what used to go on in this house? Yeah. The life that we lived and look what God is doing. And I just felt the Lord say like, I will go to these depths. Like I will redeem to this level. Mm -hmm. Not only will you just love me here, like homeless people are going to show up and get baptized. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm going to completely transform it. And, and just a crazy little Jesus wink was the couple that showed up, um, ended up kind of looking like a couple we had actually 
swaying with in this home. And so for God to just like fully heal that and be like, look what I'm going to do. Like, I will heal you that deep. And not only did they get baptized, not only did they get born again, I'll get to this story eventually, but there was another man that I had just led to the Lord and I, I, we were able to contact him and, and he was able to give them a job. I mean, they came into this house, homeless, hopeless, jobless, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. completely lost and broken. And they literally left that night, born again, baptized with a job. My husband ran in our room, just grabbed cash and Bibles and I grabbed our clothes and just everything they needed. And everyone just started pouring over them, like the body of Christ, like that. If you haven't experienced that, you haven't experienced the true body of Christ. And if you've experienced the opposite, that wasn't Jesus, (laughs) just so you know, because that is what Jesus looks like. That is what the Bible and the body of Christ in the Bible says the body of Christ looks like. So if you have not experienced that, know that it wasn't Jesus and know that it is out there. And again, Like we say, if you don't have a Tracy, be a Tracy. If you are a believer and you don't have a life group like that, start one. That's right. You don't need a church. You don't need a title. If God is calling you, pray and obey. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's right. Now, did you um how long after Jeremy sent this email? Now you may have said this and I missed it. I'm sorry. When did did you guys get married? Were you married by this point? No, not, or yes, by that point, yeah. I was just okay. kind of skipping ahead to show that, like yeah, no, a drastic okay. difference. But yes, yes, we got married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was but it, a lot uh, more between yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing though. I mean, gosh, you got married, you returned to the house that all the sin and the darkness took place mm-hmm. in. And I think it was wonderful <laughs> as a parent, just like you, it's okay to acknowledge sin in front of your children repent and ask for their forgiveness oh yeah okay guys I mean that's a to me that's showing them the change Mm -hmm. in your life and showing them Jesus so I mean this is amazing now look at how he's using this house and your all's family unit I mean that's phenomenal yeah even down to the same home like so many people sometimes feel trapped Like I can't, I did these bad things, my temple, my home, me, myself, Mm -hmm. I can never do good thing or, you know, have a good life because of this, or my home had this in it, or, you know, this, this season had this, or this group of people. But when Jesus comes in, he changes everything. If, if we allow it, you know, if we want that healing, my gosh, look at the lengths of redemption. He will go and he makes it obvious. Like he, it's, he doesn't hide secrets from us. He, he wants us to see his goodness. I mean, I was hysterical on the side of the house. I was overwhelmed just thanking him. Like you saved me. Yeah. You saved me from all of that. And now you're making it so obvious your power and the drastic difference in what life looks like. Like being a vessel for God is fun. Living yes. as a believer is so fun and adventurous and <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Like it's not again what the world has distorted it to be this boring, you know, goody two shoes life. I mean, right homeless people showing up druggies in our house all the time. I mean, there's so many more stories, but that was the one specific night that God said, I'm redeeming your home. Like I'm, I'm letting you know Mm -hmm. how this home is a home for me now, not just you as a vessel, this actual brick home, it will not be touched again. And this is how good I am. And I mean, talk about ugly cry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's That's wonderful. Yeah. 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 Yes, but I'll go back. I kind of skipped ahead, but to go back no, to where okay. we were, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we um, you know, I just started 
calling him and I hadn't seen him yet. And I already knew, you know, God had started to tell me you can talk to him. But in the moment I was so nervous. I, you know, like I said, I had just said, I'm going to find Jesus, but I wasn't fully surrendered. And I was so new. I mean, literally all of this happened. I mean, within a week or two, yeah. within a week or two, we went from swinging, having orgies in hotels, getting drunk, cussing, living for hell to me getting saved, me leading Jeremy to the Lord. And then God saying, I can talk to him again when I'm thinking I never will see him again. Mm -hmm. And so it was so much at once. It was all good, but it was a lot. And so I was still questioning and I was still coming out of such a life of sin that I was so nervous to do what was wrong. I was so in a place of humility instead of pride now that I was saying, God, I don't want to talk to him, even though you're telling me I can talk to him. I don't want to, unless that's for sure, because it was really bad and it was really dark. And, and all the people had gotten in our heads to a lot of fear that we were disobeying God by doing this. Um, and so I just began to ask God, if I'm allowed to talk to Jeremy, I know you told me to, I need you to make it clear. And I was beginning to learn, like, he's my brother in Christ until we're engaged and married you know, this is not, I don't need to go into this in this romantic way. And because we had been on such a drastic different side, I knew like, don't hold his hand. Don't look him in his eyes. Yeah. You had to, you had to set some boundaries. That's right. Yes. Yes. Only boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew that. And, and so I was so nervous and I just kept asking the Lord, please tell me, and I will listen. If you tell me you can see him once and never again. Yes, sir. You know, but um, I began praying and before I knew it, God said, you can see him very soon after that. And so again, t- I truly, I never thought I would see him again. And he did not think he'd see me again. And so for this drastic change mm-hmm. from leaving that hotel room that night to now he's talking to me about Jesus and I'm about to see him. It was mind blowing. Yeah. And before I knew it, we were talking on the phone and planning to meet in person. And I mean, I don't even, I think it had been just a couple weeks and yeah, it's so hard to remember back then. I tried to go yeah. through the emails. I think it was like two weeks, two or three weeks yeah. felt like years because mm-hmm. life had changed so much, but right, right. he said, Hey, let's meet at this little restaurant where we live in you know, Texas, a little country town, small town. And there was this little country, like home cooking recipe restaurant called our place. Oh, you are our place and, um, <clears throat> super cute place. And he said, let's meet there. And so I was so excited. We were going to go on a date, you know, in my mind mm-hmm. that wasn't twin peaks or hooters. Yeah. <laughs> I- Jesus. Yeah. I yeah. love you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. What in the world? Like, who was that girl who yeah. allowed that? And I paid for it. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Oi. Yeah. But I'm sitting here thinking, my gosh, he's not going to be gawking at girls and he's not going to be saying, all right, find us a couple. And we're going to this cute little restaurant to talk about Jesus. Yeah. Oh my gosh. God is so good. And so. <clears throat> We got there and I just remember his eyes were completely different. I mean, I look back at our pictures. If you go on my TikTok, you can see the before and after in our eyes. You can see the brokenness and the darkness in me. And you can just see how lost we were. Our eyes were completely different. And I remember just seeing his eyes so light and yeah. so filled with life and, and kindness. The The darkness was gone. And I was, for one, just shocked at that. <clears throat> then as we sat down, 
we just threw our phones down and just started talking about Jesus. And I remember just sitting back and kind of just listening to him reciting Romans and Romans has a lot about sexual immorality and he was learning the truth and he was receiving it and saying, I cannot believe how far gone I was and how I was going to hell. And this is what the Bible says about that. Oh my gosh. Like I was at the worst end of that. And just seeing this repentance in him and truth, he had, he had always lied up until that point. Often he had to struggle with lying and manipulating and, you know, with shame, that's what happens. And, um, I'm just sitting there like, who is this person? And I'm still nervous. Like my stomach's still like, I'm like, okay, I feel like I love him. I feel like he's my forever. I feel like the kids are my forever, but God, if it's not, please tell me, like, make this clear. Cause I'm not going to do this if you don't say so. And, um, little did I know, I thought he was so just excited to see me. He would have done whatever I said, mm-hmm. but I, later he tell, told me he was having the same prayer. He was saying, God, mm-hmm. if this is not for me, yeah. as much as I want to marry Tara, I won't do it. I need you to tell me, I, I don't want to do what's wrong. And so secretly we were having these silent prayers, asking the yeah. Lord, make it crystal clear, please. Yeah. And this is one of the most exciting things ever. It was just, God will answer your prayers and he will guide you when you ask him. Yeah, that's right. And I remember we were sitting there talking about God and Romans and everything. And this random man walked over to our table and he looked at us and he said, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I just have to tell you, I looked over at your table and I saw the light of God shining over the two of you. And I just, I just started tearing up. I had Holy Spirit goosebumps. My heart was racing and I had just been asking God, make it clear. And he said, God says, yes, he is over you. And the light of God is shining over y'all so bright right now. I couldn't not come over and tell you Yeah. to this day. It, it just chokes me up. Like yeah. that is how good God is. I got goosebumps myself. <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't he know that part. Burns. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. And I'm crying and we're laughing. And I, I didn't know why Jeremy was so ecstatic. He had asked the Lord to make it clear. I had asked the Lord to make it clear if we're supposed to get married. And we're laughing and crying. And I look up and he's gone. And we looked around and we looked at that. We were sitting near the exit. That was it. You know, he was nowhere to be found in the little restaurant. And we just looked around. And we said, oh my gosh, was he an angel? <laughs> and to this day, we call him our, our place angel. It sure sounds like it. <laughs> It's so cool. Oh my gosh. Oh, God is so good. I mean, I can't describe what I was feeling within two weeks of being in that hotel room and devastated with the love of my life, you know, not really knowing love to this moment, such a drastic turnaround within weeks. Right. And that is how good God is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If he did it for me, he can do it for anyone. That's exactly right. Amen. Mm. It was, it was the most incredible, one of the first like miracles that happened with us coming back together that just, I clung to that as time went on and there's some ups and downs coming, you know, but this was one of the biggest miracles and for God to be so intentional and so good to, you know, we, we said, can you please tell us? please be clear. <laughs> we might miss the sign. you know. <laughs> and he didn't just, you know, give us a little hint. He yeah. literally threw this person or this angel, this yeah. hour place angel at us. And yeah. I just, sure. I can't, he's so good. Yes. It yeah. was definitely what we needed at the time being so new and, and uh-huh. knowing 
we heard him, you know, and yeah. he's talking to us and he's guiding us and we can trust him. It's, yeah. it's so available yes. if we listen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he's he's yeah. so beautiful. Wow. And uh, you both we, had that desire. It sounds like to me to, to do the right thing or to be obedient. I mean, you, you yeah. both had that desire, like, yeah, whatever, Lord, I just want it to be right in your eyes. You know, yeah. I, I think that speaks volumes too. That's yeah. 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 And for me personally, what came with that was a healthy fear of God. I've mentioned like, yeah. you know, the world kind of distorts that to a bad thing. It's more of a reverence and an honor and a love and a gratitude for what right. he did for you. Yeah. But I had yeah. that healthy fear, that healthy reverence of God. Yeah. And I didn't want to lose it. You know, I was so new and I was just still just coming to him, but I, in that moment was just so thankful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Goodness. Hmm. And man, it was within moments of that. It was like, that was what we needed. We had asked God specifically, like, am I supposed to marry him? And he was asking, am I supposed to marry her? Um, yeah. And so that was such confirmation that yeah. again, another crazy miracle, mind blowing for me to hear. Yeah. Jeremy said, you know what? We're, I'm taking you today to go meet my family. And I was like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. And he was like, I'm going to marry you. And again, like our first date to backtrack, we had met on Tinder. And yeah. when I first met him, I hadn't told this part yet, but um, our first date was at Boomer Jack's. It was next door to Twin Peaks. And then it became Twin Peaks all the time. Oh. Jesus, thank you. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yeah. But... <laughs> But I remember um, we were there forever and we just hit it off in our chemistry and our conversation. And um, he shared so much and he said he, he just opened up to me like never before and felt something different. But on our first date, he literally said, I've been married once and divorced. Then I got married again and I had a horrible marriage. I have kids. I never want kids. I never want to get remarried. I don't want anything serious. You know, he just laid all this on at the end of our first date. And I was like, oops, I already fell in love. <laughs> I fell in love on date number one, like yeah, yeah. as much as I thought love was, you know, like right, obviously right. wasn't saved and you can't truly love someone unless you know love, which is God. But yeah, that's a good point. Yes. As far as what I thought and, and, you know, even maybe some of my spirit sensing what God had planned, just not the path we took. I mean, I was head over heels in love. I was like, yes, I'm going to marry this man. And then he said, I'm never getting married, never having kids again. I have my own kids and I don't want anything serious. And I want multiple girlfriends. So just let you know, but I really liked you a lot. <laughs> and that was not long. I mean, we're talking less than a year before this moment now. Oh, is that right? Yes. And so year. we had been yeah. swinging for less than a year, close to a year, but yeah. less. And yeah. so to have been spending every weekend finding yeah. couples and just partying and drunk and strip clubs and horrible sin and darkness and depression yeah. and hate self-hatred to in these you know disgusting swinging clubs like the deepest depths of hell mm -hmm. and him constantly telling me you know through that as I mentioned he'd say okay I really like you and he fell in love with me a month after we met mm -hmm. but he still said I'm in love with you you know we planned on getting married but yeah. staying swingers yeah I'm yeah. his number one and we'll set those boundaries and we'll make sure we're both okay with certain things but we're going to do this for the rest of our life you know that was the plan and that was devastating, obviously, because yeah, I was so sure. with him. Yeah. And so to be sitting here with this angel <laughs> that just told us God's over you and yeah. says yes. 
like and then to hear him say I love you I only want you you're even more beautiful to me now that I can like see you for who God created you to be I was like oh my gosh like from comparing me to women every day to only seeing me and and it was just I can't explain I was overwhelmed again with just thanking God for this and and you know God's mercy for all the sin we had done for all the defiance and the demonic things we had been involved in for God to still give us that mercy and keep us to allow us to be together yeah I mean if that doesn't show you've never gone too far for his love yeah I don't know what does but all I know is I was on cloud 10 (laughs) (laughs) because he was looking at me saying you're going going to meet my family today. And I'm going to tell them you're my future wife. Now his family lives a couple hours away. I had never met them, never spoken to them. I was so excited. (laughs) And I remember, um, went back to my house, like let my dogs out. Um, and and I was going to get all dressed up and he's like, we're going to the country. Like just wear your flip-flops and your cutoffs. Let's go. (laughs) And I was so excited. I couldn't believe it. We got in his car and we took off to go meet his family and we spent the entire three, three and a half hours of that car ride talking about God, catching up on those weeks, uh, catching up on the kids, you know, things I had missed and Mm -hmm. bawling my eyes out talking about the kids and just saying like, I'm so sorry. I was showing them the opposite of God. I knew better and I can't wait to tell them about Jesus. And he had told me he had been starting to bring them to church even. Um, So, so many things to catch up on. And, um, one amazing thing again for anybody who's praying for someone and just feels like there's no hope because it looks so bad uh on this ride he began to tell me that when I left him and he knew he'd never see me again he had called his best friend and when he called his best friend he told him you know I messed up I I lost the love of my life and I don't know what to do And he said, but she led me to the Lord and I just got saved. Now, this friend of his is currently still his best friend. He's like a brother to him now. But this man was a Christian. And when Jeremy got this new job, this man was a Christian and they would travel often for work a lot to Vegas. And so this guy was watching Jeremy cheat constantly on just anyone in his life, just me before me. um, He was watching his lifestyle with women and drinking and obviously not being saved. And uh, I think he had even told him he had like open relationships and whatnot. And so this friend of his says, I am so excited right now. You have no idea. I, from the moment I met you, I've been praying that you would get saved. And I've just been praying over your life. And Every month he was watching him go to Vegas and get drunk and bring women back to the hotel and cuss and party and make fun of Christians. And it looked bad. He even knew when Jeremy cheated on me, he was actually the person when Jeremy was in Vegas and I sent that care package and drove up and down, listening to Taylor Swift, crying, eating donuts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. That was the road near Todd White's church. Um, His best friend had had been the one to tell him, you say you love this girl but you're cheating on her. You need to do what's right. You know, he was still planting seeds and it was actually that night that uh, Jeremy started to make some changes. And so he was shocked and he saw God, God's movement in his life before he even knew God. And now they're best friends and it's so incredible. They're still best friends to this day. And he also called um, one of his family members that raised him 
and told her I lost the love of my life. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm never going to see her again, but she led me to the Lord. I got saved. And that family member said the same thing, Jeremy, I have been praying for you to get saved since you were a little boy. And she had watched him get multiple divorces, live these yeah. open relationships, yeah. make fun of Christians and God. And it looked hopeless yeah. and he was so hardened. And for him to hear multiple people that he had no idea were praying for his salvation and his life was again, just so eye opening to how much God loved him. Yeah. And okay. it was so beautiful to hear. I was so thankful. So don't ever give up on someone. If your prayers seem yeah. like they're not working they're working. God is working yeah. in the background and yeah. God will move. But that friend, that best friend had given him a CD at the time, even though it was just a couple of years ago, but he gave him a <laughs> CD. <laughs> They're old school. Okay. Yeah. He's old school country yeah. guy. Yeah. But he had given Jeremy a, a CD and Jeremy had no idea what it was. He hadn't listened to Christian music in 30 years. And, um, other than air one, he had started listening to air one uh -huh. um, when he got saved, but we were driving and we were, I just remember it. Like I used to watch the bachelor and the bachelorette before I was saved a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I loved those shows. I just yes. love love. I just love love, but it's just because of God. Yeah. Like now, now I love love because of Jesus, but right. I've right. always just been like such a romantic. And I remember driving and thinking like, it's like I'm on the bachelor, but like Jesus bachelor with like appropriate <laughs> people and just one man and one woman. Yeah, that's fun. I feel like I'm going to like hometowns of Jesus right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I love it. That's funny. I I like it. God's just so sweet, you know, to give me that. And mm -hmm. we were driving to his hometown and like, that's your desire when you fall in love it with is. someone, like just to it's know about their childhood and to be brought into that. Like, again, mind blown. Yes. Yeah. Peaks, hotel rooms to this. Yeah. I want you to be my wife, mm -hmm. only you. And I'm going to honor you. It was just crazy. And we're about to pull in and he's telling me we're like one minute away. I'm going to show you my childhood home. And I'm like already about to just ball my eyes out. And he says, Oh, I'm going to put on this CD and he puts it in. And I had been listening to Christian music, you know, for those weeks, just giving my life back to the Lord. And my favorite song at the time was Oceans by Hillsong. Yeah. And it had been like my, I just kept turning it on and listening to it. And God just kept speaking to me through it. And he puts it in and Oceans starts playing when we pull up to his childhood home. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. And he's like, what? And I'm like, this is my Jesus song right now. <laughs> like just more yeah. confirmations. Absolutely. And he's showing me his yeah. childhood home and telling yeah. me about his life. And I'm just, I just burst into tears again with gratitude. Sure. Like, yeah. This is where we're at right now. And, and God just began to like do so much through that. I met his family and mm -hmm. he introduced me as his future wife. I love it. That's amazing. What? Yeah, absolutely incredible. Oh, God is so good. And, um, there's such little things. Like when I met his family, I grew up with pine trees up North in the Adirondacks and there were pine trees everywhere. And we just started talking about things you don't talk about when your life is involved in darkness. Yeah. And we found out so much about each other, you know, similarities and, um, that we grew up in similar types of, you know, styles and we both love trees. And, um, I had had someone in my life that was a big part of my life that I loved and they were no longer in my life because it was an ex, but their house was this sweet little, like, so beautiful little country house. And they had like little roosters on their plates. And it was so sad when that part of my life had gone and, um, just destruction, you know, sure. things pull people apart. And I told Tracy, 
you know, that was really sad. And I loved that part of my life. I walk into this house and it's almost an identical home. Oh. It's gorgeous. And they have little roosters on their plates and oh, like beautiful. just something so small. Yeah. It seems small. I was texting Tracy just through tears, just saying, God is just so kind and yes. so sweet. And just these confirmations one after the other, yeah. like, this is your husband. Like you're going to be in this home for holidays. And yeah. we have spent the last years in that home for Thanksgivings and memories and getting to bring the kids. And it's just, again, the redemption of God, what he will do in your life, the, the drastic difference of what my life looked like weeks before and weeks yeah. after I, with my free will made that decision to say yes back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm still so grateful to this awesome. day. It's <laughs> phenomenal. The way that God brought you two back together, completely redeemed your entire story. I mean, your entire relationship Yeah. Uh, to that, which I think is beautiful to a, even a proper date. I mean, I love that. I you know. <laughs> yeah. And then um, to, to marriage and then using you two in the home where there was once so much darkness to now offer mm -hmm hope and life and a completely different lifestyle. God redeemed that home and everything in it. And mm -hmm. it's amazing. It's just amazing. Now you get to be part of the kiddos life, which I won't go into a lot. I'm not sure when, when you'll share that, that part of it, but um, how he brought everybody back together. And mm -hmm. as if all of that wasn't good enough, there is still love and redemption and well, I want to say rescue protection coming, you know, yes. and, um, it's amazing to me. It's, it's amazing. There isn't any one person in the flesh that could do what's been done in mm. God's life. That's for sure. So Amen. it had to be God. I mean, it was completely, yeah. completely the Lord. Um, oh. Wonderful. <laughs> do you, do you want to share any more today? Do you want to stop today? It's totally up to you. I think I'll share just a little bit more because yeah. you kind of just hit on it. Yeah, that's fine. And, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll save the rest for next time. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yes. And I, I had mentioned, um, you know, the prayer part, never giving up on someone. And again, this is why it's so important to read our Bible because yeah. it's in there. It, it encourages us and it's yeah. truth. And in Mark eleven twenty four, it says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Obviously when you're living a life of sin, when you are separated from God, that's different. But when yeah. you are living for Jesus, filled with the Holy spirit in relationship, not perfect. I mean, you can be a new believer, but it says that when we pray, it is ours. And yeah. that's because the closer we get to God and the more relationship we have, the more our heart changes to his desires. Right. It's no yeah. longer a selfish desire or worldly desires our prayer is your will, God, you know, and, and wanting what he wants. Cause we can trust him now that we know what is best for us and what we're going to love the most is what he has yeah. for us. Yeah. And so it's that unity prayer, the Holy spirit, just we're united with God and his will for our life and yeah. others. Um, but never stop giving up. And, and Mark eleven twenty four is proof of that because <laughs> I yes. watched it happen. Yeah. And I know others were praying for me as well. Not just people praying for Jeremy, People were praying for me and that's why I eventually came to the Lord. And so it's just a domino effect. It's so beautiful. And um, you had mentioned the kiddos <laughs> and, you know, just coming back to the house as well, um, how God redeemed our house. But I just, I share so much about like the details, you know, 
that we did swing in this house and so much happened in this house. And it's at first, it was really hard for me to come in, especially when I was new to the Lord. Um, Like I mentioned, I had, you know, in the very beginning, I had like PTSD, like meltdowns from all my you know stuff before that, even like the swinging days, I'd have jealousy and anger and insecurities. And I had to just give it up to the Lord every day and forgive. And through that I was healed, but it is, I share that it was here and all the details because it doesn't make sense that I could live in this home and not have the flashbacks now, not have PTSD, not have, you know, sad thoughts. You know, it's not that the enemy doesn't try. Honestly, it's been years since he's even tried. I think, I think by now he just knows it's a waste of time, (laughs) but for a while he did try. It's not that Mm -hmm. the enemy will just stop. He's never just like, Oh, I'll leave that one alone. No, it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I share that to let people know that even if you're in not being abused, not that, but if you're in a, a area that reminds you of something, if there's flashbacks or bad memories, God can heal all of that because it was not mm-hmm. long after, you know, moving in, getting married, coming here that I could easily function. I, I could go into all the rooms and not have a memory and not uh, allow that to take over and through forgiveness and through God healing me and just growing with him and, and learning how to put on the armor of God and transform my mind and take authority over the enemy. But he has no authority when I choose Jesus because Jesus makes demons tremble. And so it it's so possible for God to heal the worst memories and flashbacks. And for me personally, living in this house, now that I'm so close to the Lord and filled with his joy, yeah. it's a daily reminder of how good God is. And it's a daily yes. reminder. It's a joyful reminder for me. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so healed and removed from it. I just am in awe. Like I, I pull in our neighborhood often and I just smile and laugh and thank God for this home. Yeah. And I thank God for what he did in our lives. Like he had the victory there is victory over our marriage, our life, everything. And that brings joy. Like God will take something that was so dark and devastating and he will make beauty from ashes completely. And he can do that no matter who you are, where you are, because he did it for me. I should not be able to be okay in the home where all that happened. And I'm joyful. Yeah, I'm so thankful. It's a, it's a constant reminder of his goodness now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And he can do that for literally anyone. Yes. Hey man, I mean, I mm-hmm. love it. Yes. <clears throat> and and I, I mentioned, sorry. oh, go ahead. No, you, you go right ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I had mentioned earlier just about how Jesus didn't come for, you know, the righteous. And yeah. again, just to reiterate where we were, you know, it wasn't that I got good and I became a good person. I got good enough and clean enough for God to come to him. It was the opposite. Again, the hotel room orgy drunk. I was in the deepest, darkest sin when I said yes back to Jesus. And in Luke 50, 30 through 32, it says, but their scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples saying, why do you eat and drink with sinners? And Jesus answered and said unto them, they that are whole don't need a physician, but those that are sick do. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And that is our Jesus. Like he came for that are the most lost. Even if you call yourself a Christian and you're hopeless, like Jesus came for you, he leaves the 99 for the one, the one that is lost. And it doesn't matter how dark your life looks. It doesn't matter how far gone you feel, how dirty you feel, what people have told you you're not worthy of. Jesus came for, to bring sinners to repentance. And through me sharing my story, 
I pray that it affects others who may feel like they aren't ready to be called because Mm -hmm. if he can do it for me, he can do it for anyone. (laughs) I was in the darkest sin. Yeah. I love that. Did y'all hear that? It's, she said, it wasn't that she had got good. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about her being good. I mean, it, it was all the transformation of Jesus in her Mm -hmm. life. That's wonderful. I think that that speaks volumes. Like we don't have to strive to be good enough. We don't have to strive to be good. I I just Mm -hmm. can't get over. I love how she said that. So that's pretty awesome. Let it be an encouragement to everyone that there's nothing too big for the Lord. And like, let me, I just want y'all to really hear what she said. (laughs) So we think about people accepting Christ, you know, which is wonderful when they come to church, maybe a revival, maybe a praise and worship service, or, um, I used to work with some teenagers and and we had like mm-hmm. youth groups or young life and camps. Listen, all of that. Yes. And amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, come mm-hmm. to the Lord. Um, but did y'all, I just want to make sure you, you hear where she was in what condition, what shape and environment, like she was in the swinging lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Drunk. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was in the pits of hell, literally mm-hmm. when she said, mm-hmm. Jesus, I, I want you. I mean, I want you. And um, he didn't He didn't say, well, now, Tara, honey, I'm going to need you to get cleaned up. You go <laughs> yeah. take your shower and brush your teeth and go to church seven times. And then <laughs> then I'll take you. Nope. It, mm-hmm. At that moment, he said, come on. You know, come mm-hmm. on. Better. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. I've got better for you. So, man, hear that. You don't. Jeez, I just love that. I, I do. I don't want anyone mm-hmm. to think that they have to be suit and tie or prim yeah. and proper to, to accept yeah. the Lord. It's, I mean, it's almost the opposite. I mean, you know, yeah. I want the people yes. to accept them too. <laughs> but I mean, in the, the pits of hell literally is where she was yeah. in that lift in that lifestyle, doom mm. and discouragement and mm. danger. I mean, mm. she was in the pit of hell when she surrendered and said, God, that's it. I, yeah. I want you, Jesus, come <laughs> save me right now. And he said, mm. daughter, you're mine. Yeah. Let's go. You know, you're oh. clean. Let's go. So mm. I just love that. I mean, to me, that's a, that's a big deal. That's a big, mm-hmm. deal. So thank you for sharing that. So openly mm-hmm. with us for sure. I know that others need to hear that. I know it for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I share, like it removes shame. Yeah. I even had a girl reach out last night, um, who, who's been watching my TikToks, and mm-hmm. she hadn't watched, um, my personal testimony, which is what I'm sharing now. She had watched, uh, the other testimony I had on there about my husband's ex-wife, but she just caught up on some of the videos and she actually had some identical life things happen to her that she's never shared with anyone. Mm. And she opened up last night and said, because you shared that, I feel the freedom to now share it with you. And I feel more free from it and healed. Um, And so that's why we share, like it it removes the shame and the enemy yes. wants us to think we're alone and it only happened to you. And it's because you're not worthy or you're dirty or mm-hmm. you're not good enough, but that's all a lie. We, we've is. all been through things. And yes. again, some of these may not be as drastic as mine or mine may not be identical to theirs, but that doesn't matter at the that's end right. of the day, it's, it's black and white, you know? And so when we share, it brings freedom. Others mm-hmm. can find freedom through that. And there's no yeah. shame in sharing. Like right. I just heard a worship song. I think it was Maverick city. They always say it's not, it's not done until it's good. Like your, yeah. your testimony is oh, not yeah. done until it's good. And yeah. I, oh, I just heard that ringing in my head over and over, you know, 
your testimony is done when it's good. Like, don't think it's over. God will bring it to completion. He will completely restore and redeem. And once he has, you start sharing that, you know, don't, we don't have to share from the brokenness. If we're still in brokenness, find healing, find that relationship with the Lord. You know, if Mm -hmm. the Lord calls you to share before you're fully healed, you listen to him, but it's in that, that healing and that restoration. Yeah. Once it's good, it's that part, you know, it's not done. We're still living for the Lord, but you don't give up until it's good because God will redeem everything. And yeah. and then when you share that, it brings the hope of Jesus Christ to others who it's are hopeless. Yeah. And that's why I share with no shame. I have no shame. What do I have to be ashamed of? Yeah. Jesus saved my life. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> like what's right. talking about? Yeah, that's right. It excites me to share. I, there's no embarrassment. There, no. Yeah. I'm born again. I told you all, she's a completely different. Pro- I mean, I love it. Like new creation right there. It's, Amen. it's fantastic. It, it can't be embarrassing if you're not that person anymore. It's just Amen. telling a story about somebody else. Like I am yeah. born again. Yeah. I'm a new creation in Christ and that's biblical. And that's right. my gosh, I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. Like the Bible says, because that's it right. brings him glory and it brings healing and restoration and freedom to people's lives. And yes. I've been in the depths. I want everyone to have that freedom. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to know him. Like I've gotten to know him and yes, I'll never shut up. Like hell's yeah. tried to shut me up. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it will never right. happen. Praise mm. God for it. No, it won't. Keep talking, <laughs> sister. Keep telling because it's making a difference for the kingdom. That's it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So just a little bit more, but, um, you know, I, I'm not a big, I'm not a numbers person, right? Because numbers are just numbers. And even the world has kind of done counterfeit. Like people mm-hmm. will say something is, you know, what it's not, yeah. but I will say, you know, when we're in relationship with the Holy spirit, you could be reading the Bible and talking with the Lord and he'll show you the same number over and over with like a sweet, you know, memory or something, you know, it's just his way of talking to us. God will talk to us in worship and through the Bible and through prayer and relationship. And so over time, I just, as I'd be praying and thanking God for restoration and like specific moments, I would look up and it was 1111. My TikTok handle is Terilyn underscore 1111 because it's just such a Jesus reminder of all of his goodness and I started to just see you know him him talking to me he knew I needed something obvious like a number you know I was new in Christ and he was so sweet to always show that and it was like Bible verses were popping up in the time of day you know I'd be spending time with him and I'd be like thank you for restoring my life and I'd open my eyes and it was 1111 it was just like a little hug from him yeah and um it was so cool because I started to find old things that I had had when I was with Jeremy while we were living in sin. Mm-hmm. Um, like our old, my old Pinterest board of our wedding we were going to have with my skimpy dress and our swinger honeymoon, you know, like I could not believe the things on this Pinterest board. I was blown away again. I didn't know that girl anymore. I was mind blown. Mm-hmm. And as I'm scrolling on it out of nowhere in the middle of it, I had somehow accidentally pinned beautiful color picture that just said 1111. And I, there was no, I didn't know what that meant. I never cared about that number. I never thought of it. And I'm scrolling on that Pinterest board and my heart was breaking. And I was just like, wow, Lord, like I was so lost. Oh my goodness. And I'm scrolling in there in the midst of all of it was 1111. And I just felt him in that moment say like, even then I was with you. That's what this number means to you. Like, I want you to know, even in the darkness, even in the depths, I was with you. Don't forget that. Don't think I'm just in the mountaintops. I'm in the valleys too. And that was like the first moment I just burst into tears and I was just thanking him, like through him showing me this little number, you know, 
and um, just seeing the drastic difference um, of our life then yes, <laughs> and where we are now, you know, That's where right. we were then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it was around that time um, the Lord started um, telling me to tell the kids about the Lord, you know, repent and and say sorry for what I had done. And so I told them, oh, so sorry. They, they didn't really get it at the time, you know. But um, as time went on, I just began, I was always in the car with them and I just used that time and at nighttime uh, praying with them before bed, I'd always tuck them in, but now I would come over, say good night and then leave, you know, like I was doing things differently Yes, or I'd sneak into Jeremy's room. And so God was beginning to restore. um, And I just started praying over them too, for things that I had noticed, like I said, we'll get there, but I didn't know they were going through traumatic things. I could sense it. And I just began Mm -hmm. praying over them. Yeah. And I'll never forget. I was driving in the car one day and Morgan was in her car seat. And I had just even more so than telling them about God and Jesus and the Bible and everything I was showing them, you know, I finally had him. And, and I just remember Morgan always saying like, you're the nicest person I've ever met. You're so kind. You're so nice to me. You're so sweet. And she would always say, your voice makes me happy. You know, once I had Jesus and, um, it just melted my heart. And I remember we were driving around her little, she was still in a car seat. Her little feet were like kicking in the car seat. (laughs) And, um, I started talking about Jesus and how I gave my life to Jesus. And that's why I'm so joyful now. And that's why you love my voice so much because my voice brings you peace because I have Jesus in me and you're sensing Jesus. And it was not long um, before she said, I want to give my life to Jesus. And so, oh, I led her to the Lord and started to teach her about who he was and who she is in him. And it was incredible. And right I mean, months after that, same thing with Jackson, my bonus son, driving around, just sharing my life with him and love and, and him starting to really soften with me as well. And, um, he said the same thing in back of my car. He said, Miss Tara, cause that's what they used to call me, Miss Tara. <laughs> I want to give my life to Jesus too. And I just remember both of those nights going home and sobbing yeah, because of the conviction I had had, what I was living. I mean, even the clothing I was wearing around them and yeah. I was trying to impress their dad and the life I was living, how I was talking. I, I was so humbled and so grateful that God would again, even use me when I had sinned so much and been such a bad example for those months to allow me to be someone that brings him to their life was again, just like, this is our God. He's yeah. so love. And to now look back and it still blows my mind that I led their dad to the Lord. And then, then each of the kids, you know, like yeah. the second you give your life to Jesus, it will affect others around you. And yeah, that's right. it's so much better. I can that's honestly right. say like the life we were living before was destruction and hopelessness. And here I am like going to bed with my head on the pillow at night, like Thank you, Jesus. Yes. These precious kids that I adore and I love, like call them my bonus kids, but I call them my Jesus babies, you know, like I honor their mom and she is mom. Well, we'll get to that, but, um, but I love them. I love them as if they were mine in the most honoring way. Yeah. And so just the full circle that God did (laughs) so quickly when I said yes to him was the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's the truth. I didn't realize that it had been such a small amount of time. And I do want to reiterate what she said. If you don't follow her on TikTok and watch, you really mm-hmm. need to. It's Tara, T-A-R-A, Lynn, L-Y-N, <laughs> underscore 1111. Now I have to um, 
at first I was watching them and trying to do this and I was getting stuff mixed up. So I've taken a break, but um, that's where I discovered her. And I, I went back um, and it just drew me in. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we'll, we'll get to the part that I discovered first about her later uh, because of the, the work I was in at the time. And then I went mm-hmm. back and I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, you just can't, you just can't pull yourself away. It's so good. <laughs> so um definitely go go follow her over there she shares so much and continues to point us to christ it's amazing Mm -hmm. it's so good yeah (laughs) it's an honor (laughs) yeah all right so today was a good episode like it was good it was just full of hope and uh, Mm -hmm. i mean i took notes in my phone it was um (laughs) i'll listen to this again Mm -hmm. and uh y'all share this episode with your friends on your Mm -hmm. social media all the episodes matter. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. this one she really talks about when she accepted Christ. And I believe when people hear this, they'll go back and watch yeah. and listen to the other ones. It's available on the podcast. Come talk with me, as well as my YouTube channel. And again, her TikTok you hit it. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> um, so next week, I don't know if we'll end next week or not. Um, I'll wait and and talk with her, but. I know you don't want to miss what's coming because <laughs> it's a story you really don't hear very often. Mm. And that is the truth. I mean, mm. I wish it was more, I wish it was a more um, mm. popular story, I guess, or more familiar story to people, but um, yeah, not, not what happened, but they, where yeah. they're at now, let's just leave yeah. it at that before I give too much <laughs> away. So Tara, thank you again so much. Mm. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And uh, listeners and viewers don't hesitate to reach out to her. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think she even went back on a couple of the videos and commented. So she is approachable. She is accessible Mm -hmm. and she wants God's best in your life. She does. That's, that's Mm -hmm. the truth. I'll I'll give you my word on that. So, (laughs) all right. Well, thank you all so much and we will do it again next week. Thank you for joining us today. Please remember, folks, we are all in this thing called life together. We may be in different parts of our story, but maybe, just maybe, by hearing from others, we will be reminded we aren't alone. If you are enjoying this podcast, please give it a follow, and please feel free to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to it. This helps others find the podcast, and it sure makes my heart happy. You can also find me on YouTube at Maxetta Gad with new episodes each Wednesday. Let's do it again next week. <laughs>